Welcome back to the Leaderling Podcast. This is Charles. And this is Josh. So normally, Josh and I will break down an episode before we actually get started into it, but I wanted to kind of see what he had to say off the cuff here, because I've heard this a lot when you, as a leader, are asking for stuff, and you get told no. It's like the greatest feeling in the world, (laughs) and you just... You revel in the genius and wisdom of your leader <laughs> because you know they know every outcome and every possible thing that could happen, and their wisdom pours forth in saying, no, I know it's good, and you don't. Well, I think that's been a great episode. We'll just go ahead and close <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, but that's that's kind of sometimes... That's how I feel, right? Yeah. Uh, and that 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 is obviously deeply sarcastic. If, of course, yeah. Um, and but honestly, sometimes in in pride, you you think that like, oh, they must know everything, um, and don't want to take my advice. And it, it is it is hard to hear your leader tell you no when you have an idea that you think is valuable or a plan um, or a way to improve something. It's just a beating uh, to to be told no. Okay. Nobody likes it. No, nobody, nobody really likes it. No, um, and I want to. I want to share a story. Do it. Uh, so when I when I was a sergeant at in my last department, and um, in, in as an auxiliary role, I became very familiar with mental health yes. and crisis communication, de escalation. Uh, became very familiar with the resources in the community. And when they decided to create it as a full-time position, I was the person selected, sure. which, which made sense because yeah. I was the subject matter expert uh, with this. So there were, there were things that I asked for because I had a brand new unit that had never existed before. Uh, we had officers that were actually assigned to this thing full-time. And so when I asked for certain things, there was a reason for it, right? I, I knew. Yeah. I knew because I had subject matter expertise that this kind of thing was ideal or this kind of procedure was the standard practice or, you know, best practices, what we called it. And then I'm, I get told no. And my boss at the time actually told me one time that he said, Charles, you know, when, when, when we tell you no, Sometimes we get the feeling that you think we're stupid, which was a blind spot for me because sure. I didn't realize that I was making them. Feel, but I can see how for sure I may have given that impression. Right. You know, because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, of course, I know what I'm talking about. I'm the subject matter expert. Right. But you're telling me no. And really, you're telling me no. And it is my fault, not yours, because I am somehow not selling this the right, right. way. Yeah. Which I, I think is a key component of yeah. and, and I think, you know, the being told no, no matter how it comes, is not uh, a favorable thing. But many times leaders, and I've done this to my employees, I will simply say no, and that's it. Right. Instead of, oh, hey, you actually put a lot of thought into this idea. You might have written something out. You might have planned it. You might have thought forward about it. You come to me, and I say no. And here's why. 
Because that why is important, right? I love it. it I had literally just written down the yeah. word why on my notepad yeah. because, yeah. It doesn't going, It doesn't going. relieve the disappointment, but at least it gives you grounds for why you're disappointed. Yeah. When, when you get told no without the why, you can take it personally, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can see it as, like you said, I didn't sell this well enough, even though I put all this work into it, so I need to go back and, and do better, I guess. Um in which case, you're burning your time and the organization's time because you sold it perfectly. We just don't have the resources for it right now. Or there's another project that's going on that's that we're devoting those resources to. Or, hey, we've got bigger things in store. Just be patient and, and we'll come back to this. Um, and, and again, that's, that's like three basic things. But there's a litany of reasons why. And, and I think it all boils down to none of us are omniscient. But the higher you go in leadership, the bigger vision and bigger picture of the organization you have. Right. And so you know that there are multiple channels that are occurring at the same time. Uh, And you have to be, as the higher leader, aware of those things and properly directing resources. And sometimes you've got to say no to some things so you can do other things. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, And that, as the person making the request, you don't have that picture and if you can get that picture, it softens the blow. And you go, okay, it wasn't my fault. It's just the reality. Well, one of the one of the dangers of a leader who is not willing to do that, to actually explain the why, first of all, you're going to stifle innovation because that person is, is, is probably going to be less likely to come to you with ideas because if yeah. all they hear is no, and as you've talked about before, no is not a good feeling – and our bodies actually remember how we feel in certain situations. They call it somatic markers. When, yeah. When we when we are in a in a given situation, uh, we we experience a result based on our inputs, and and we remember how we felt. So we remember the disappointment. Yeah. And if I remember that that's the case, then I'm I'm going to be more willing to dismiss the idea to go to my leader and say, "Hey, boss, I've got an idea." So you yeah. number one, you're gonna you're gonna stifle innovation. Which I don't know. That may be a goal of some leaders is to stifle. <laughs> I, I, I'm just right. I'm just, but yeah. the second thing is that you're also going to damage engagement because if you do not explain the why, that is going to leave a void right. in that employee's head. Yeah, I'm, it's a figurative void, right? But there, it's going to be a void of information. And so, what do people do? They fill that with the negative things. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. fill that with their own story. Yeah. yeah. And. And as a leader, you have the opportunity to intercept that and fill in that story for them so that they're not uh, questioning. And it could be a negative thing, but it won't be the most negative because that's what you're going to fill your mind with. Right. right? No, no doubt. So, okay, we're talking about this, though, as the position of I'm the person being told no to. Sorry. No, 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 because (laughs) I think part of hearing that no is knowing what my leader's thinking. Mm, yeah. And as a leader, I've told somebody no before, so I have to I have to sympathize with the position, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's a very important thing as we like we talk about moving it from the emotion emotional centers of your brain into the rational is right. going. Yeah. I understand the situation because I'm a leader and I know the position that they're in. So I think sympathizing with the position is a big thing. Um 
what are some other tips and tricks that we might have to give to people as they hear no to process it well? Again, because it's always going to be disappointing. I think accepting that is an important thing. Um, but how do we process it well so that we don't get upset, so that we don't get frustrated, so that we don't give sharp side words to people or just blast them for saying no? Well, um, I, I think the biggest, the, the, the most important thing that came to my mind right off the bat is to use it as a learning experience. Okay. Um, it, it is difficult to hear it, and, and you got to process that and, and, and accept it, uh, hopefully accept it. But use it as a learning experience. And what I mean by that is kind of reverse engineer it, uh, figure out why they may have said no. And, okay. and it could be a litany of reasons, but one of the, one of the reasons that I, I can think of is that if, if, an, if a leader is saying no to me, it's because I have clearly not sold the value of how this benefits the organization, how this benefits the uh, customer or the community we serve, mm-hmm. how this benefits the leader, uh, how it reduces workload for them, uh, you know, basically I, I have not clearly explained the benefits. Right. Also, I may have not come with a full picture of this. Yeah. So kind of as a silly example, it, I had one of my officers comes to me and, and they say, we, we want to, we want to have a therapy dog, which is a thing. That's actually something that sure. is being experimented by. Uh, with with law enforcement agencies around the country, um, and and I I said you're going to have to come with more than that, right? Because just me going up my chain and saying we need a therapy dog, they're going to want more they're, proof. Yeah. They're they're going to say absolutely not, right? Right, and I know that's going to be the yeah. answer. Yeah. So so I I have to say, look, if you think this is a a, a really valuable thing to have, we need to be able to explain the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think some people go and and ask for something and they know it's a great idea or they believe it's a great idea, but they're told no because they're not actually selling what they're trying right what they're trying to accomplish and it and really while it's easy to blame the leader for saying no and as somebody who's been told no many yeah. times <laughs> organizationally I it was my fault. I I came to the leader expecting them to help me with solving something. And I didn't explain how we were going to do it, what resources we needed or already had, sure. what the outcomes were going to look like, what the workload, how it was going to affect those. I had not necessarily thought through everything. Right. So what I'm doing or what you're doing is you're putting a workload on your leader yeah. that they don't want. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to solve the problem for you. They right. want to approve it when Ex- you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good, good word. Um, that when you were talking, I, I thought popped into my mind that because um, you said you said, are they going to approve it? Absolutely not. And I go, well, hold on just a minute, right? Because yes, you need to do the prep work. You need to have the idea, but. I think that, and and again, I will say from my personal standpoint, there are a lot of things in my mind that I'm like, if I go to my leader and ask him or give him this idea or ask him to implement this thing, I know he's going to say no. So I'm just not going to ask at all because I don't want to be disappointed. And I think uh, uh, Jesus in the Bible says something. He says, you have not because you ask not. 
right? Uh, and I think that's a very important thing, not just in prayer, but also in life, is if you have the genius idea, the, the billion-dollar idea for your company, but you're like, they're never going to say yes, and you never put it out there, you're never even going to have the opportunity to see if that idea flies, right? If you just assume they're going to say no, you've already sabotaged yourself. So I would say that that no, you know, it, one of the strategies for going and, and hearing no is that no is better than nothing at all, well, right? From from a sales perspective, you know, in this in this speaking world that I exist in now, yeah, in law enforcement, I never had to sell, or I, I didn't see myself as a salesperson, right. even yeah. even though looking back, you I kind of do, yeah. I, I yeah. do, but yeah. at the time I did, and now that I'm in this field, really, I'm selling all the time, whether sure. whether I'm intentionally doing it or not. But they say that. No is actually a good thing to hear. Okay. The idea is because if I know what you're not willing to buy, that doesn't mean you're not willing to buy. It just means you're not willing to buy that. it as it exists. Right. Right. Or I haven't, I haven't explained the value. So no is really yeah. a stepping stone to yes. Yeah. 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 And, and again, if you never, if you never ask, you may go into your boss and say, Hey, here's the idea. And they say, no, but have you considered this angle on it? And then you go back and you rework it. And you come back, and they go yes, and that's the big the big win, right? Right. So, I, yeah, I'm I, I think that you 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 also as a person have to balance the request. I mean, for you to walk into your boss and say, "I want to make a million dollars when you're making fifty thousand dollars a year," that's ridiculous, right? Uh, but if you go in and you say, "Hey, I want to make sixty instead of 50, that's a reasonable request that that could be granted, right? Depending on the situation. So I think you also have to measure, you have to think about yourself as, is this idea so outlandish that it really is no way to do it? And if not, you know, temper it. And maybe there's steps to go, right? Maybe you have this big vision that you want to bring to the company. Maybe break that vision down into smaller things and that helps you get things accomplished. So I actually really like that point of breaking it down into component parts because like like I said before, I think one of the best things you can do as somebody who has heard no when you believe that what you have to say, what you're what you're trying to bring is really valuable. Yeah. You know, you would hope that employees don't just come to to bosses with outlandish suggestions all the time, trying sure. to waste waste people's time. Yeah. I mean, you and that just goes back to the assumptions, general assumptions you have about people. And I, I like to assume that most people want to go to work and do a good job and contribute meaningfully right. to the organization. That's that's a general assumption I have about people. Uh, I believe that organizations create environments that squash that sometimes. Yes. But um, so if I'm if I'm hearing no, then that is a learning opportunity. Yeah. Okay. And why is it no? Uh, is it I've not done the research, I've not explained things yeah. properly, or maybe, like you just said, which I think was a great insight, maybe I'm asking for too much, too and quickly, yeah. too much, too quick. Yeah. What if I break it down a little bit? Yeah, good I word. I think that's a great, yeah. uh, great example. Okay, as we close this out, I want to ask you this. So, what do we do when we do hear no without a why? Because, again. If you just go, if you if your boss tells you no and you say why, that's probably not going to be received well, right? Yeah. And again, in the midst of your 
in the midst of being told no, you're probably going to be in an emotional state, so your why might come out in a very derogatory or negative way. Yeah. So what are some strategies or questions that you might suggest that would help dig into that without offending and without making it uh, an irrational or emotional kind of thing? Well, I mean, I think the solution is is very clear. You, you become pissed off, uh, alienated, and um, uh, become an organizational terrorist. Yeah. It's, it's very easy. No, I'm kidding. Absolutely kidding. Those things <laughs> do not do those things. Uh, well, you know, that Burn really kind of goes back to, 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 to the emotional intelligence factor. Yeah. And, that, and emotional intelligence is something that we really don't train yeah. people. Yeah. Um, you know, I never received formal training on it. I had to I had to seek out sure. and read on it and, and practice it. And, and I still have, by the way, a long way to go. If, if I if I hear the word no uh, and, and you're saying, well, what what are the next uh, steps in, in terms of questions to ask that leader? I wouldn't ask the question why. Yeah. Because if that person has already been a little short with me or they've just said, no, that we're not going to do that. Yeah. Asking why is a challenge question. Yeah. It's going to put them on the defensive. Yeah. Uh, so if you decide to ask a question, I would ask either a what or a how question. Okay. For example, what about the plan is making you hesitant to move forward with it? Or something, for example, like, how do you see this idea potentially working in to the mission of the organization? Yeah. Getting away from any kind of personal question, yeah. which which is what yeah. why would be. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good word. Why is a challenge question. I think that's, you know, as a parent, the why question initially, you're like, oh, let me explain to you why. But then as you, it, it's cliche for a reason because it's true. They ask why again and why again and yeah. why again and why again and why again and eventually it gets irritating because right. it's a challenge on how far you know how far are you grounded in this really um, and so I, I like the idea of asking a what or a how question I think that's very good advice is don't say why because that's a challenge but ask how can I improve this to make it a reality or what what is it about this that's a non-starter right and to build on that I recommend that if you don't get a satisfactory answer, you table the conversation for yeah. now. Walk away and come Walk back to away. the leader. Yeah. Because, because like you kind of alluded to it earlier, the leader may just not be in a position where they have the bandwidth sure. or time to really go through it. So instead of becoming an irritant, table it and come back. Yeah. So. Yep. Good word. Hey, man. Another good, good podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. See you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Leader Link Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to know what you want to hear about when it comes to leadership. You can leave us a comment or send an email to info at jcleadershipconsulting.com. And we'll see you next time.